All right, we're back at Giant Camp, and I, I didn't think he was going to stiff me when I was here. I mean, I knew Beckham was going to stiff me. I knew that. I mean, but I, he's been mad at me. He's been mad at me since February. So you know, but I didn't think you were going to stiff me. Jeez, I mean, I knew I knew I was going to. No, I was going to be missing one wide receiver. I didn't think I was going to miss. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to be missing you. I was like, wait a second, meetings can't start yet. <laughs> I'm Brandon Marshall is here, the newest giant. Brandon Marshall Giants just sounds weird, doesn't it? Brandon Marshall Giant. It does it? Yes, it does. Really? Uh, yeah, yes. You know, the Giants have been such a, for the <laughs> most part, pre-Beckham. You know, and I, listen, Chucky was, you know, a clown. But, I mean, yeah. you know, but the Giants are very... You know, conservative, conservative, <laughs> clean cut, defense oh, first. So, so Although LT was, you know, a yeah, wild man. Yeah. I mean, he was a wild. So basically, man. you're calling me a wild man. No, you're not a wild. Man. You I just got a lot to say. But you know, okay, you know, <laughs> you know. So Brandon Marshall joins us now as he uh, makes the transition uh, to the uh, giant uh, wide receiver ranks. Yeah. How, how's that going? It's excellent, man. It, it feels good to uh, be on the other side of Odell. You know, this guy pulls so much coverage. Yeah. You know, gets a lot of attention. So it's good for, you know, myself and Sterling and TK. Yeah. You know, even Evan, you know. Yeah, so. who can get down the field? Mm-hmm. You know, Eli likes to throw that deep seam. He always yeah. throws it well, too. He's throwing the deep seam great. Giants, it's good when they have the tight end to get down the field. This guy can get down the field, right? Absolutely. Yes. But having guys like you going to help a lot, especially in the red zone. I mean, that's going to be a big key. Because last year, let's be honest, Giants sat and waited, waited, waited to basically they got the coverage against Beckham they wanted, and then they attacked. Otherwise, they just case, you know, waited, 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 boom. You know, that was it. Waited till they could get it. But a lot of times, it didn't come very often, you know? Yeah, it's really difficult down there, man, because what what happens in today's game is, you know, there's so much coverage. Instead of rushing four, five, six guys, you know, a lot of teams rush three guys. Drop eight guys in the coverage, yeah. So you have to be really patient, but at the same time, you you got to have players that can make plays, you know, have a sense of urgency down there. Then you also have to have a great scheme. You got size, though. That's one thing they didn't have. And, they, yeah. you know, that's you bring some size to them, which is going to I, – I, you know, listen, I think you can help them everywhere, but you're really going to help them in the red zone. Yeah. I mean, a lot in the red zone. I'm sure they're going to run some very uh, interesting things for you in the red zone. That's going to be very good for you. It is. You know, what's funny is <clears throat> the Jets brought me in with that same mentality. Right. You know, they uh, were but they're the Jets. The red they, zone. They, they could ruin a one-car funeral. You know that. <laughs> and they're the Jets. I mean, come on. No. Uh, <laughs> you've been around a long time, so I guess you've seen it, right? <laughs> Too often. No, it's just it's hard, man. It's hard. You know, you got you to gotta get a um, – Hey, listen, two years hard. ago, you and Decker caught 25 touchdown passes. You guys yeah. had a big year there. Yeah, now, let's yeah. be honest. Things fell apart. Decker got hurt. Everything went wrong last year. But two years ago, you guys had a great season there. We did. You we really did. did. Yep. 25 touchdowns. That was a lot. We, we were rolling. We were rolling. It felt good every freak, freaking game. That's amazing. Think about it. That's a lot of touchdowns, 25 touchdowns. Yeah. I know. You guys had big years last two years ago. I know. So now he's in Tennessee and I'm here. Yep. Hopefully you both can, you know, and fits. I don't know where career. fits is. You know, maybe starting to get into Wall Street or something. Who Wall knows, Street. Maybe. I don't know what he's doing. He, he, no, he probably wants yeah, to play. You yeah. know that? No, Fitz, Fitz is a backup quarterback down in Tampa. Oh, he's, oh, that's right. He, he did sign. Yes, that's right. Signed. That's he right. Yeah, good for him. Yep. Good for him. Yeah. You know, they don't want to see him near the field, but good for him. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want Winston to get hurt. I yeah. mean, come on. Yeah. They got a lot invested in that, James they, they Winston. Do. You know? He, he can play. No, that, that offense is good. Because well, that Evans is an unsung hero. That guy is. is a really good player. He's a really good player. And then yeah. they add Deshaun on the other side. Yeah, yeah. they got a tight end. That's good. They, they're okay. They That's, they, they're okay. But you guys are going to be good on offense now. Yeah. This, You know, the offensive line's got to get better. But you got Eli, and you got the tight end yourself. You got Shepard, who had 
eight touchdowns last year, 50 yep. catches, came in as a rookie, did yep. that. And yep. obviously, listen, I give Beckham a hard time, but there's nobody more explosive. I mean, the guy Why is, you give him a hard time? No, off the field. Not oh, on the okay, field. Okay. Yeah, not, not on the field. Okay. I mean, so, listen, today he only wants to be the highest paid player in the world. I mean, so that's it's a good, <laughs> good thing. To, hey, everyone can want that. Yeah, Why right. Why not? Everyone wants it. <laughs> <laughs> See if you can get it. Yeah. But, I mean, everyone yeah. wants it. I don't blame anyone for wanting it. I yeah, mean, that's right. okay. But how about you? You feel, you you feel had, good you, about you, things? You, had, you know, I watched your 30 for 30. You had some moments like that. Oh, I've had more than a few. <laughs> I admit it. And listen, yeah. I never, ever, ever get on a player for wanting to make money. Yeah. I don't like breaking contracts. Yeah. I never broke a contract in my life. But if you're a free agent, go for every bit of gusto you can. Yeah. Get every dollar you can get. Your yeah. guy's careers are short. Yep. You get every, listen, if you can't play anymore, they'll throw you out in the street. So, yep. you know, that's the way it works. So yep. I have no problem with that. You, well, you know what, man? I, I, well, my question for you is how it feel. How does it feel this being your last training camp? It's supposed to be your last training it, camp. Gonna, I don't believe it. It is going to be. I don't know if it'll be my last training camp from this season like I might visit a training camp. But the bottom yeah. line is my Monday to fr- I've done the same show the same time, Monday to Friday, every Sunday, 22 Sundays a year on football season, 22 Sundays in 29 years. You know how many football Sundays I missed? Zero. One. One. At laryngitis in 1993. Missed one really? show. In, wow. in 30 years, 22 shows a year, 30 years, missed one show so in like, 30 years. You're like, you're like the uh, Brett Favre That's of, it, man. I don't, or, or Eli. Eli don't e- miss Eli a game. As well. Eli's played 199 Eli. games in a row. I know. That's amazing. When What's you think the record? That. Uh, I think that's the record now. I think he's got the record. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know Brett Favre. It's close. It's close. They're both around 200 games, but that's that's a lot. Yeah. You know, but this team got a chance, I think, to be pretty good. I mean, they needed you. They needed the tight end. They, if that works, and if the I'm going to be honest, if the left tackle and the and and the uh, the offensive line plays better because it wasn't good last year, then I think the offense could be really good, and the defense is very good. Very good. You know, Snacks yeah, came yeah, over. Would you look how good correct. Snacks played last year? I mean, what, he almost had 100 tackles last hey, year. he stopped Dallas by himself. I mean, no one – he's <laughs> the only one to stop Dallas all He's year. a big man. Yeah. I, I love playing with him. He's yep. a great teammate, works extremely hard. And you he's guys fun. have seen both. You've seen the green of it and the blue of it. <laughs> give me the difference between I, I the green can't. of it and the blue of it. You know it already. Come on, I can't. give me the difference. I can't. I mean, it's just – you know, to be honest – Does it feel different? Say, uh, obviously, yes, it's different. It's a different culture. It's a different environment. You know, different people. So, of course. Uh, but, you know, you guys, man, you guys kill the Jets. Everyone. You know, the media kill the Jets. And, and you know so what? coming They're in. Easy target. Well, coming in. You Can't know, kill the Giants. Ago, They've won four Super Bowls well, in 20 yeah. years. Well, yeah, but still, like, you know, you guys kill them so much. But, you know, when I stepped foot on campus, it was excellent. You know, great people, had a great time there. So I was a little shocked right. because all you hear is negative stuff, negative right. stuff, negative stuff. Because even when it goes good, something goes bad. You know yeah. what I mean? Like something always falls short. Yeah. Like something always happens. Like look how bad Sanchez's career got. You know, yeah. he was – guy went to two – guy outplayed Tom AFC Brady in a playoff game. Yeah. The, guy, the guy played in two title games. I mean, the guy had a good start to his career. Then he just fell apart. I yeah. mean, that's what happens there. So weird things happen there. Yeah. Some franchises are like that. They're just snake bit. You know, they're just uh, certain franchises. And there's certain franchises that things break right. I'll tell you something. What you don't realize, Giants went through a time when I was a kid. They were the laughing stock of the world. They were flying planes overhead. They didn't do anything right for 15 years. The Cowboys used to come in. I'd go to the game. The Cowboys would beat them 45 to 7. I mean, with Bob Hayes and, you know, yeah, Don uh-huh. Meredith. And kill them every year. Kill them. Everyone killed them. Everyone killed them. And then they, they saw the light. 
So you did know, you grow up a Giants fan or a Jets fan? Uh, more of a Giant fan, but I'll tell you something. Everyone was a Joe Namath fan when we were a kid. He was, yeah. like, bigger than – he was like Muhammad Ali. He was just – he was, big? He, oh, Namath, up? yes, he was that big. Really? He was that wow. big. Namath was stop traffic big. Wow. That's how big he was. Wow. When he was – Fur coat, white shoes, the whole thing, the yeah. movie. Yeah. He was bigger <laughs> than big. Yeah. You know, the two guys, and we're talking with Brandon Marshall, the two guys who changed culture, sports culture in this country were Muhammad Ali and Joe Namath. They, wow, because, Joe Namath? Yep. They went, they, it got covered like Hollywood and no longer sports. They erased the line between what was like Hollywood covering people and before that, Mickey Mail, Joe DiMaggio, they were stars, but they weren't like movie stars. Yeah. Now, after Namath, after Ali, athletes were like movie stars. Michael Jordan's been like... Did, did yeah. Joe get criticized a lot with oh, all the antics? Oh, crazy. Yeah. Other players. But then they realized he was like the meal ticket, too. Like, you know, mm-hmm. he was making a lot more money. When he was on his own team, his own team went crazy. You know, when they heard he was getting 400 grand when no one else on the team was making 30, and he heard he signed for 400,000, I mean, it wasn't re- real. It was kind of newspaper talk. Yeah. But he did get a lot of money, you know. And, you know, he was different. He was like a rock star. He yeah, really was. He still is a rock yeah, star. He, he is. still has that And he's swagger. the nicest guy in the world. Uh-huh. He's the nicest man you'll ever meet. Yep. yep. And he's been a rock star for 100 years. Yeah, he's amazing. You know? But the bottom line is those guys changed things. They really did. But the Jets had Namath and won a Super Bowl and changed the whole NFL. And I think they sold their soul that day because they've never done anything right since. I mean, everything's, everything's been bad. This franchise, though, had those bad years. You had two owners that didn't get along, the nephew and, and, and John's father. And they bring in George Young. He brings in Ray Perkins, who leaves, who turns it over to Bill Parcells, and they take off with LT, win Super Bowls, and they've been winning ever since. Bill Parcells was the guy, huh? Yeah, and LT was here, too, though. Yeah, LT. And Phil Sims. Hey, hey, yeah. Phil Sims. Hey, LT was... He was the man. Oh, he was unbelievable. I mean, he was, so he was you, so good, it was scary. So, you know, um, would you compare... Who would you compare uh, LT's game? No one. No one? No one. Vaughn Miller? Von Miller is LT Light. Will he be the closest thing to LT? LT Light. (laughs) Not LT. Yeah. LT Light. I think there's a little bias there. No, no. No? Like I'll tell you right now, if you, when I voted and I get to vote in the top 100 players of all time, Mm -hmm. I vote LT2. Round one, LT2. Wow. Number one defensive player of all time. Wow. That's, That's how big. good he was. That's well, how I know good he was. was amazing, obviously. Yeah. But Only guy I ever two. saw was on a level. Where do you put Jerry Rice at? He'd be in the top five. Top five? And, so and who's, your be- who's the best quarterback of all time? I put Montana first. Okay. But, Montana. But, you, you, you know, you can put different guys. But I, yeah. I would put Montana because every big game he was unbelievable. Yeah. Every big game. And Jerry Rice would be in the top five because he was, he was by far the best wide receiver, just in terms of consistency all the time. We're, okay. Lance Allworth would be second of my wide receivers. Really? He was that good. Really? Yep. He was wow. that good. Different era, but that good. Uh-huh. What about uh, Barry Sanders? Good, but uh, second best receiver, running back I ever saw was O.J. Simpson. Wow. Jimmy, well, Bra- yeah, Jimmy o- Brown o- first. Yeah, yes. O.J. Simpson. And then, he I, was, he then was I, you know who I would put third? Earl Campbell. Earl Campbell. Unbelievable. But a lot of great backs. Barry Sanders was a different type, smaller. You know what Barry Sanders used to do? One, 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 65. Mm. Not 10, 10, 15, 20, wear you down. One, one, tackle for a three-yard loss, then touchdown. touchdown. You know, that, that's what he was. You know, that, that was my idol growing up. Barry like Sanders? That, yeah, great that, player. I, I grew up playing running back, 
and I tried to like the, my style of play is it's Barry Sanders. In college, he was scary. Yeah. You couldn't tackle him. Oklahoma State, right? Yeah, and he's running back kicks for touchdowns. Oh, he was yeah. scary. He he was absolutely scary. Where did you grow up? What town? Pittsburgh. So you weren't a Steeler guy? I am. You were Lynn Swan, John Stallworth, big time. one of those guys? No, no, no. I was, you know, I watched the running backs. You know, oh, okay. when I was there, it was, okay. you know, Foster was the running back. Gotcha. You're you know, a later then, generation. Then, then we had Battis come in. You know how you good know. Lynn Swan was, though? He was. He was sweet. Acrobatic. He was sweet. Acrobatic. Yeah. Unbelievable. Make the most acrobatic catches. Oh, that's why he would make the falling down. You know, make these unbelievable catches. He was good. Best cornerback of all time. This is going to be interesting. This is a hard one. Best corner. Corner. Couple of really good ones. Um, What's you got the guy from Oakland, old uh, school. Yeah, but I tell you, you know. You talking about Lester Hayes? Yes. Mike Lester Haynes might have been better. And, okay. and the, you know, the guys in Pittsburgh were unbelievable. Willie Brown of the old Raiders was unbelievable. There's a lot of really you, good ones, You have though. to give it to Dion, though, right? Yeah, I tell you, though, it ta- wouldn't tackle anybody, though. Oh, so you're but, looking all, overall game. All overall. But if you go by Dion, you couldn't throw to a side. Yeah. I, I went to playoff games where they would not throw a ball to his side because they were afraid he was going to run it back for a touchdown. Correct. They would not throw They threw, were throwing it to the other side. They'd run it them all day. In my, in my era, it, it was. Dion. It, well, it was Dion. Well, he, I wouldn't put him in my era. Right. In my era where guys were just scared to death to throw at him was Namdi Osmoir when right. he was in Oakland. Right. Uh, Darrell Revis. Right. Revis at Bailey. the top of his game was yes. unbelievable. Uh, unbelievable. Better than Bailey, I think. Yeah, yes. Uh, yeah, because he was consistent every game. Yes. Every game. Yes. I mean, those the, was smart three, too. three, maybe four years That's smart where too. he was at his best. Yep. Where, I mean, you couldn't. It was Who was the to toughest the guy for you? The toughest guy for me was Al Harris. Because right. I never played against I played against Champ one time. I practiced right. against him. Right. So uh if I I believe if I played against him, he'll probably be one or two. Right. But I would have to say Revis and Al Harris. Al Harris, you know, and it's funny because the year that, you know, I was struggling with Al Harris Plexico was destroying them. Right. So I was like, that's my hero. So I started watching Plexico's tapes because Plexico he was, was spinning tough. them around at the line of scrimmage. Hey, pl- hey, the Packers go against Plexico in the cold weather when mm-hmm. Giants beat him. They single Plexico. He catches 14 balls. Yep. That's, that's how they won the game. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Single him the whole game. They Get never adjusted. Get down in the red zone. I think he caught like two fades. They, he's a really good player. He was a really good he player. He was. Yeah, and big, big, big yep. target. Now, how tall are you? Uh, six five. Okay, Plexico's so a little bigger than me. Little bigger. I would a little say six six probably. Yeah, a right? little uh, lankier uh, yep. than you, yep. right? Yeah. yeah. But you know, the same way. Who was the toughest guy? We're talking with Brendan Marshall. Who was the hardest guy to get off the line of scrimmage against? Uh, Darrell Revis and Champ Baby. Well, Revis. It, it was. It, I would say either one. Revis won, Al Harris two for me, and Champ Bailey like a one. And who was the best at adjusting to the ball down the field? Champ Bailey. Champ Bailey. Oh, by far, not even close. Really? Champ Bailey. Interesting. The guy in Seattle now, you put him on a level with these guys? Richard Sherman? Yeah. You know, he's a different corner. He's great, but those Plays guys, the ball well. He's just so he's extremely smart. So I put him in I put him in the category of greatness, but when we were talking about with you know, Champ Bailey, Deion Sanders and those guys did, you know, I think, you know, these next few years will determine that. 
We're talking with Brandon Marshall. Was it here? Was there anywhere else you were thinking of going other than here? Was it close between two teams, or were you just coming here? Giants all the way. It was really? <laughs> well, I mean, of course, you, you, you know, you sit down and you do your, your due diligence right. as a player and sit down with your agent and family and try to figure out what's best for you. Right, and this is a perfect uh, but fit. But at the end of the day, this is where I wanted it's to be. It's a perfect fit, too. Perfect, perfect. In every way. Every because way. of what Shepard does, because of what Beckham does, yep. and because of what you do, it's absolutely perfect. Mm-hmm. Really, really perfect. Yeah, it really I mean that's is. what I was looking for. I was looking for. I mean, I've, you know, I've had some great teammates at the quarterback position, but no one like Eli Manning. And I was looking for like, you so know, cool a, under a, pressure. A champion. I was looking for a champion. So at that cool position. under. You know, here's what I say about He's Eli. Cool all the time. Here's what I say about Eli. Eli might have a game in October where you say, "Boy, he had a lousy game." Yeah. But here's the thing: the the more pressurized the situation, the more chaotic the situation, the better he plays. Yep. The bigger the game, the better he plays. That's the guy I want. Yep. He will never be bad in a big game. Yep. He has been great. Every playoff game, he has been spot on. Last year against Green Bay, I thought he was sharper in the playoff game than he was any game last year. Yeah. He's a good big game quarterback. He's a big time quarterback. He doesn't get rattled at all, yep. ever. It's amazing. You can't say that about everybody. You can't. You know? He takes care of himself. He's so consistent. How many years do you want to play? <laughs> uh, you know, I got a two year contract, so that's where that's where it's at. Do you have a. Do you say this is. Do you plan for the future, or you're not thinking about the future? Oh yeah, I definitely plan. I know you want to be a broadcaster, which you're going to be a good one. Uh, so, maybe no, not. No, no, you'll be know. good at that. You should do that. We can, I can tell so right when away. You come out of retirement. Can we do a show together? No, you don't need me. Okay, you got to do TV. No, no but I want to. I, I, I like radio. I love radio. Well, I like TV, but fun. I love radio. See, it is. You just found the difference. See, we, TV, have, we can have real conversations on radio. You can on TV. Can't. But you will Talking be very good. I can tell if a guy's going to be good on TV yeah. or not. You're going to be good on TV. I appreciate. It. But okay, back to business. Right. I want you to take a break. Right. All right. Go ahead and retire. Right. Enjoy two years. Right. And then me and you will do a show together. Right. You got to bring me a contract. <laughs> you, gotta bring me the, you gotta show me the money. It's like Jerry Maguire. Show me the money. You want to be the highest paid? No, you can. I, I'll split. I'll go fifty-fifty with you. Fifty. I want one dollar more. We gotta bring Mad Dog in too. All right, okay. We'll give him. And then uh, I gotta we'll give him the other dollar. To, and then I'm gonna have to deal with you two fighting over who gets the, the seat. No, no, there's that no thirty fight. for thirty was there's great. No fight. There was never a fight about who got the seat. And here go my running back right here. That's baby. it. Perk. You never get. You never fight about who got the seat. We're, we got another headset for Perk. Yeah, let's go. Give me a headset. Put him in. Here's the pride of Westwood, uh, California, right here. Paul Perkins joins us now. Paul Perkins joins us right now. Hello, Paul. Go ahead. Bring him in. So Paul Perkins here, a man from Arizona. You know, there's been a lot of talk about a running back position. He played at UCLA. What are you telling people Arizona for? He's from Arizona. I know, but he played at UCLA. Yeah, but I don't Once you fr- once you played at from. UCLA, you're f- you Westwood is your from. home. I want to know where you're from. That, te- that Okay. That what town are you from, Paul? Chandler, Arizona. Chandler? Where's Chandler, Chandler exactly? Uh, it's about 20 from Phoenix. 20, 20 from Phoenix. 20 minutes from Phoenix. Why'd yeah. you choose UCLA other than the pretty girls on the campus? Man, the weather. You can't, <laughs> you can't beat the weather out You were in Arizona, though. Why didn't you go to Arizona State or oh, Arizona? I, have you been to uh, ASU in the summertime? No. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't been, I, I, I suggest you go out Why'd there. Why'd you go to UCLA? It's beautiful. Uh, great campus. Uh, program was up and coming. And I love the coaching staff that they brought in. Now, how you about... Play, you didn't play... Uh, no, you... Marshawn didn't go to UCLA, did he? Who? Marshawn Lynch. He went to Cal. No, he went Cal. To Cal. Okay. He went to Cal. Who? He's with Shane. Okay. Growing up, who was the biggest football influence on you? Barry Sanders and my father. Your father was. Yep. Was your father a coach? No, he just played. Just played. Yep. Where did he play? High school and okay. little college. Now, your father 
played pro. Mm-hmm. Your uncle played pro. Mm-hmm. His father, his uncle played for the Cowboys. His father mm-hmm. played for the Bucks. Yeah. Now, oh, royalty right here. Now, man. how about that? <laughs> how about how? Tell me how they influenced you growing up. Those two. Yeah. Uh, so my uncle wasn't so much in the picture, but I, I definitely got some words of wisdom from him. Right. Uh, as his, as his got older in age, but my dad was there, uh, coaching me up, always giving me words of wisdom. Uh, really just very influential on in my brothers. My what did your father tell you about the NFL, like from, from a standpoint of having been in it? Yeah, uh, it's a business. And uh, if you want to continue to grow, you have to continue to uh, learn. And, and like, you know, from like Brandon and the other guys like Shane, you have to pick their brains and understand uh, where you fit. So were you able to see, were you around, how were you old enough to realize your father was in the NFL? No. No? No. Nah. He finished when I was maybe two or three years old, but I watched film. Yeah. Some clips of him. Did he play running back as well? Yeah. Really? Running back and fullback. Do you ever have debates at home as far as, like, who's the better running back? I I think my dad's favorite is uh, obviously he's going to say Don. He says uh, Walter. I like I no, like. I'm talking about between you two. Like, oh, who's the better running oh, back, no. you or your pops? No, oh, no, it's me. Me, hands down. He's, well, he's you know, a his uncle. Athlete. His uncle, too. Yeah. He was, played for the Cowboys. Was running back as well? Yeah. Wow, yeah. the fullback. Yeah, they're all, they're all six three, six one. So I'm, I'm the shorter one. What was your dad's game? Was he a power back, speed back? He's a power back. Power back. Power back. Definitely. Yeah. He was six three, maybe two forty, two thirty. So, hey, did game? you hear from your uncle when you played when you beat the Cowboys last year twice? <laughs> nah, no, no, nah, nah, I didn't. He's uh, out in New Mexico. What do you take? What did you take from last season? What did you take from your experience last season here? Uh, every possession matters. That's one thing I, I realized in the NFL. It's, it's kind of different from college. Uh, every possession matters, and, and momentum is very big up here in the, in the How much relationship does the wide receiver have to the running back as far as preparation? Any at all, or do you guys stay away from each other completely, or do you have any relationship at all? No, I mean, we, I mean obviously we have a relationship because we're in the same unit. Right, but, but I mean, uh, did, no. is, there any, is there anything that crosses over with you guys in the passing game or anything else? I mean, you, at today's NFL, uh, Everyone's a pass catcher, so right. obviously there's times where you know they they may be in line with us running routes right. because running backs today you got to be able to catch the ball first, second, and third down. So that's the only crossover. But I, me, I'm always a big fan of making sure our running game is tight because it's almost a, in a selfish way when 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 he's having a great game that means they're going to put men, more men in the box. Absolutely, and it's be easier for us on the outside. No question, Paul. Um, do you spend how much time would you say you spend? on the running stuff versus on the pass catching stuff as far as preparation and, and, and training. How, mu- how much, considering how big catching the ball is mm-hmm. now, and I understand that, you know, you, that's not, you're more the running back than that, but you still got to catch the ball. Mm-hmm. How much time do you spend as far as, as work as a wide receiver uh, or, or, or as a receiver at all? Yeah, equal. I mean, uh, I continuously watch, like, the older guys like Beck and Marshall and Shep. Uh, watch how they, you know, run their routes, how they stem at the top of the routes and everything like that. And also watch Shane Vereen, how he, you know, comes out of his breaks and catches the balls. Who is a terrific, you know, terrific pass catcher. You know, absolutely. Vereen is an excellent yeah. pass catcher. Reminds me a little bit of a guy named Preston Pearson, who was a great guy. Really one of the first specialists ever played for the Cowboys. He was coming on third down. You knew he was catching the ball. Be third and five, and they think he'd get six. Your, think he'd your, get seven. Your recall is amazing, but, yeah. you know, you got to understand – 
We don't remember those guys. No, he's before your time. Yeah. But he's the prototype. Like, if you went and looked, he's the prototype. Preston Pearson was was a basketball player who became a running back who was just the third down back. He never ran the ball. He ran the ball one twice a game, but he caught seven, eight passes in a game. He was great coming in, and the Cowboys used him that way. They were the first team I saw do that all the time out of the backfield. And then Thurman Thomas changed everything, too. When they went to that Uh K-gun, he dumped them the ball all the time out of the backfield. He changed. He changed it. The running back position. You know who else? Marshall Folk. Agreed. Marshall who was Folk. as complete a back as you'll ever see? Yeah. I totally agree. This is gonna be. Let me ask one question. Then I and then I'm gonna roll. No, you're co-hosting now. We're gonna see I'm if there's any chemistry. Let's go. Cut <laughs> me a check. Get a cut me a check. That's it. So growing up, uh, what running back you model, did you model your game after? Uh, definitely Marshawn or Marshall Falk. I love Stephen Jackson, uh, Brian Westbrook, uh, Larry Johnson. Westbrook. He Westbrook, Philly, Larry Johnson with the Chiefs. Uh-huh. Uh, man, uh, I like uh, Terrell Davis. Greatest running everybody. back, greatest running back of all time. I know you just said Barry Sanders. Uh, yeah, you that's like Barry. my guy. That's my guy. Jim Brown was on a different level. I like Jim. He was unbelievable. I like Gale. I love Gale. OJ Simpson was great. I love OJ. He was great. I love Walter. I mean, are Walter, we allowed to say? Are we allowed to say OJ with the air now? Absolutely. Why not? <laughs> you know, listen, I feel like, still I feel like, I feel like, you, I feel like listen, you get in trouble if you say OJ. No, listen, OJ. <laughs> we said it four times today. Listen, OJ. OJ, the person we can forget. OJ, the football player, was a great football yeah. player, and in college. As good amazing. as anybody ever USC, saw. I can't it was agree with that. unbelievable at USC. Paul, before we get rid of this old guy here, uh, what advice you give him now he's joining the Giants this year? You know, because he was a Jet, he's a little wet behind the ears. What do you tell him about <laughs> being a Giant? Oh, man. <laughs> Enjoy it. I don't know. He's, he, he knows more than me. He has more wisdom than I do, so... Not uh, much, you know. Not much. <laughs> I just say enjoy. I mean, he's already been in New York, but just enjoy the franchise. I'm gonna do that. All right, get out of here. Let All me right. talk to Paul Thank for you. a minute. Brandon right. Marshall says goodbye. Thank you very much. I got to get Paul for a second. Talk to him before we get Paul out of here. Paul, uh, this is a big year for you now, moving in to be the main guy. How you feel about that this I'm year? I'm excited. I'm excited. It's a great opportunity. Uh, the room is very competitive, and I feel like we're cohesive enough uh, from running back and offensive line standpoint. What did you learn from last year, this first year, you know, uh, coming in the league, uh, you know, showing some good things? What did you learn last year? Oh, besides, you know, every possession matters. Uh, everybody's fast. Everybody's <laughs> the fast. Defensive line are, are athletes, uh, more so than college, but you know, everybody across the board is very intelligent. Uh, very fast and, and, and gifted. Big transition from the west to the east. Was it a big transition for you last year? Uh, not so much during uh, the early months, maybe in December. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was a huge transition, you know, when it's getting, you know, in the teens and the, and the zeros. But I enjoyed it. I love it out here. And this year, the uh, running game, as you said, you got maybe a couple new faces, but a, a, a little different uh, crew this year. But some, uh, you think you got a good room of running backs this year? Yeah, uh, it's a little bit different room, but you know the same same goal. No Jennings, he's not here. Yeah, no Jennings. But I mean, we we still uh, hold ourselves accountable. Right. And to a high standard, just as Shaw did in, uh, last year. So uh, we're just looking forward to the, the opportunity and the the challenge. Well, listen, I know you got to go to me, but thanks very much for stopping by. Good luck this uh, year. No problem. Thank Good you. Good to see you, as always. Thank you. Yes, sir. Paul Perkins, back after this.